Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Radio 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 29th day of January. Sunday morning, we can't thank you enough for letting us be a part of your weekend. Yesterday, Saturday morning, folks, and today you people let us be a part of your Sunday morning. We say thank you and good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Dallas, Georgia. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. That's up there over there by me. That is out there by you, out by the Mm -hmm. wonderful Paulding County. Yeah. I know, I know, I know exactly what that. And they got they got themselves a job fair out there in Paulding County, which we are going to be talking about next week. Okay. Sam, did you know on this day? Do you remember the uh, um, the the the? I want to get this right. Polar vortex that happened, and this was just a few years ago. Do you remember the polar vortex? People got great went crazy here. This is just before the pandemic hit, 2019. Okay. And there was a polar vortex to where there was a state of emergency in a few states. Now, the ones you would expect, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, there was a state of emergency. You know what the other two states were that had that? Alabama and Mississippi. This happened in 2019. Okay. There was a approaching polar vortex that prompted state of emergencies around the country, but specifically those five states. And I am shaking my head as much as you are while there's a division between the 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 two up the three up north and the one and two down here in the south. I don't wow. know why that happened, but it happened on this day here. Happy birthday! What's it number fifty five? Y'all remember this dude, Harold Green? Yep. Played for Falcon. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's fifty five today. Um, Heather Graham, forty three years old, and happy. 58th birthday to Dominic Hashim, one of the greatest goalies oh, yeah. of all time, period. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm saving one. There's a, there's a couple big ones on this day here, but I'm, I'm saving it for a different reason. Also, Charlie, the voice, <laughs> voice Charlie. of Charlie, Charlie's Angels. And he was on, uh, he was on that, what's that, 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 that nighttime soap opera? Oh, Falcon Crest, I think it was. Dynasty. Oh, was it Dynasty? Dynasty. Yeah. yeah. Look at you, knew what I was talking about. And the name is? John Forsythe. There you go. Control of the board stays with Mr. Crenshaw. Yes. Well, that's a perfect time to turn. But he was, but he was heard, but never seen. That's right. I never thought that Bill Murray in the movie was casted properly, but John Forsythe, he had that voice. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Oh, well, we talk about some basketball, and we just heard from Coach, you know, Amir Abdurrahim, who talked about Kennesaw State and their win over Lipscomb. And what they've done uh, so far this season, remarkable. They got 17 wins. They're 10-0 and at home. Um, just so many things you going on and on your list when you talk about what they have done. Uh, they've done but elsewhere around college basketball. Yesterday, Georgia got back in the win column. They beat South Carolina 81-78. Uh, that was good news for them playing at home yesterday. So uh, it's good news to get Georgia back. They had dropped their last three in a row, uh, but they get the win. So that is good to see. Also, um, but Duke. Was went over Georgia Tech, and Tech just continues to have their struggles and their problems. 
Uh, Duke beat them 86-43 yesterday. Do you think the Tech will turn around? Will, will it be easier, I should say, to turn that program around out of Coach K's out of the ACC? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, you, if you would say that. I mean. If you figure he had a, a strong hold on everything this side of the Mississippi if he wanted to, and the areas that Georgia Tech bumped up against you know, him, he would obviously always win with the recruits. I'm just wondering, is it going to be a little easier for not just Georgia Tech, but all the teams in the ACC well, when an all-time he, great leaves? Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, the, the thing about him is he does. He, he gets his talent from all over. It's not just from one place. And that's one thing I remember some of his teams that were powerhouse teams, your Bobby Hurley, your Grand Hill teams, there was not a single player from North Carolina on those teams. <laughs> yeah. Not a single player from North Carolina on those baskets. Go back and look at those rosters. They're from all over the country. Right. They were kind of like basketball's version of Notre Dame. Notre Dame don't have to have the Mr. Football from Indiana because they got the Mr. Football from everywhere else, you know. So that, that's, that's what, what, what happened with them. But Tech sells itself. I, mean, I just think – there is a great basketball tradition there, and you just try to bring that back. It's been a while. Right. It's been a while since since the Bobby Crimmins years, but you're here in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, you, you, we talk. We just heard from Coach talk about being local area, and he's a product of the area. He's from the area, so he, 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 he's plugged in and knows it. If you look at the Kennesaw State roster, there's a good bit of local talent, and he mentioned young men. I mean, went to Newton County High School, one that went to Campbell High School, Dan Sperner right down the road. And, and get them and, and make them part of your success, and, and now they're having great, great things happen. It, tech is one of those programs when they always say, you know, academics may be an issue, getting them in there, but you're in Atlanta. You're in downtown Atlanta. Right. You know what I mean? And you want to come in and be a part of what's happening here. So I don't know why things happen to this team. I know this team is kind of young over at Georgia Tech, and, um, you know, they kind of missed their window. They won the, they won the conference championship several years ago during COVID, so they couldn't go and have a good time at the NCAA tournament after after that. And they just haven't been able to, to to recapture some of those things. Let's see if they can do it, if Coach Pastor can do that and maybe get some things going so they can finish the season strong. Also, Georgia State having their problems with men. They fall at Marshall yesterday, 103-65. And, and that's a real ugly number. And so, um, you know, Marshall is coming to the conference pretty strong. Georgia State just has their problems offensively this season, this particular team. Um, they play good defense, not scoring well. And so that's uh, what's going on with them. Thursday night is the big rivalry matchup, Georgia State, Georgia Southern, over at the new GSU Convocation Center. If you have not been over to see the new digs, it's a good time to come because the place will have a big crowd because it doesn't matter what Georgia State plays, Georgia Southern, and it can be double Dutch. You think they're going to welcome Eric? I mean, uh, Eric, excuse me, Eric. Uh, um, uh, Garrett. Garrett. If Garrett, <laughs> if Garrett wants to show, there'll, there'll be enough Georgia Southern people they'll let in the building that he'll feel comfortable. Yeah. Right. I don't know if they'll bring the bird, though. You know, the bird flew away when they played him down there a couple of years ago. The eagle. Okay. Yeah. Where, how long did it take him to catch it? They had to go out there and find, you know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a homing bird. Homing no, eagle. man. Well, he was supposed he was supposed to come off the the top off the top of the the press box and fly down to it, and he didn't do it. He flew around and he flew out of the stadium. More like a dodo. It, well, that, well, that was the year that was the year the team fired the coach and they weren't doing well. He, he didn't want to see it either. No, I don't blame him. He, he flew out. They said, well, "No, we're gonna bring you back. We're gonna subject you to this. You're gonna have to watch this." <laughs> oh, but that was great. High school knows, of course. Uh, we're headed to the last couple of weeks of the regular season for high school basketball. The tournament time is right around the corner. Um, you know, we'll have Cal Sandy next week to get us all set for this final week before we go into the region tournaments. But it is state championship time for, as we've been outside the freezing weather, swimming. State, yeah, man. Yeah, no. State, state championship for swimming coming up this week. Um, 
over at, or let me see, if it, let me see, if it, at, um, someone's going to be at Westminster School on 31st and then February 1st, 3rd, and 4th at Georgia Tech. So you can go over there to the big cement pond uh, that they built for the, <laughs> for the, for the 96. It was where they built that I thing felt in 96. Bad when, when you told me that yesterday what? about that you didn't have a pool. And again, I didn't go to no private school. I was at a public school. Yeah, but, but it but, happened but, to have a pool. Yeah, but, but most of the high there. schools here don't have, don't have their own pool. And most of them don't. This was the time of year, because I, I told you, you said it in a way that it was surprising to talk about swimming this time of year. And I was saying, I remember in gym class when we would go from sport to sport, we always had swimming in the, in the late fall or in the, during the winter. Mm-hmm. And well, that's, that, that's what's been going on now. It's been cold yeah. outside, but they've been having the pool. They had the, the county um, championships have gone on the last couple of weeks, and now you're going to have your state championships uh, going on over at Georgia Tech. It, it's, it's a great event. I had a chance to go by last year and check it out. And it's huge for, you know, think not every state can have their state championships in an Olympic pool. Right. So, I mean, that's the other thing, the history of coming and being part of that. So you're not just you're not just swimming in any old any old pool, you know, Olympic, nice one. Olympic pool. I like the way you just keep saying the cement pond. The cement. <laughs> I don't know folks, if everybody gets that one, though. don't know what the cement I ain't pond. got the – I don't have the bell with me. Folks <laughs> don't know what the cement <laughs> pond is, right? Oh, man. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I want to ask you a question, yeah. but I don't know if you're finished, so I don't want to step on No, no, no. no be, be, be fine. I, and Eric, please jump in on this because we were just talking about, you know, our high school had this, your high school had that. When you had gym class in high school, mm-hmm. did you bop around throughout the course of your year, your school year, did you have different sports that you went from like every six weeks or every four weeks or, you know, you spent so much time playing baseball or softball and then you did basketball and then you did swimming. Did you have that? And was there a sport you did not look forward to participating in? No, at that stage, I'd take on anything. Right? But, but, I mean, it, was, it, was, it would be gymnastics for some, some time, okay. something like that. You yeah. know, so different, learn to do some of those, some of those so, some different things. That was things. it for so me. Was, Even though yeah. I was a gymnast, there's one thing I could never do. I couldn't climb the rope. Really? I had the hardest time getting up. I mean, I eventually, and even now, if I look at unless I got to save myself going up the side, I probably can't do it. And there were people who were strong for whatever reason. They could do that. They could just, do that. That was the one thing I could not do. Just go right up that thing. Yeah, you know folks that can do that, right? Anyway, Eric, how about yourself, man? When you was coming What y'all through? have in Baltimore? What y'all do up there? Yeah. Well, you know, even though it's one of the biggest sports in Baltimore, a lot of people don't realize, I was not a big fan of lacrosse at the time. Yeah. I've learned to like it, but they used to try to teach us lacrosse. And I was like, man, why are we running around with this stick trying to catch this little ball? <laughs> you know, but I enjoyed, you know, we had soccer, a lot of soccer, and that was one of my favorites, and of course, basketball. But I was not a fan of lacrosse, and they tried to teach it because it was such a growing sport. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. Um, they did it because so many people in Maryland, the young athletes in Maryland, get scholarships oh, yeah. for men's and women's lacrosse. And of course, the Naval Academy. The U.S. Naval oh, Academy yeah, recruits right. all the schools in Maryland hard. Yeah. And if you want to get into Naval Academy, pick up a cross stick yep. because that's one of their biggest and best programs. And they'll come out and say, hey, you can come beat the U.S. Navy and come to the most prestigious school. And if you play the cross, we'll pay for it. <laughs> I'll tell you who else up there is big, too, is Johns Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, oh, and yeah. How, and you how much future, cost, future how, doctors running around playing. How much, how much would it cost you to go to that joint, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, yeah. if you pick play up a lacrosse stick, pick up a yeah. lacrosse stick. Yeah, and man. University of Maryland, University of Maryland is, uh, you know, all those schools up there. I mean, just Maryland and Virginia, lacrosse, huge, huge, huge. Of course, it's real big in there. I was at a school the other day, and young kid walks in six to four. He's like, you play basketball? He's like, no, I play lacrosse. Wouldn't have heard that down here in Georgia yeah. 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. well, we got 
you here and mm-hmm. we're landing in Baltimore. We we're just talking about Georgia Tech. No, no, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, we've been talking about Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Turpins, too, had that program. Oh, yeah. That was an attractive landing spot. Yes. And they have been kind of like Georgia Tech now. What is it and what's being set up there? You keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on in this school. Yeah. How is, how, when do you see that program turning around or what you think well, they people need? People forget what conference they're right. in. They, they, they should have <laughs> never left the You know ACC. what I mean? They're just like Nebraska and just like Colorado right now. Yeah. People forget which conference they're in. They lost their identity. They went and got some cash. Sure, I'm sure they're sitting on Big Bank because they got part of the Big Ten deal and all the money that's flying through the sky for that conference. But where are they? Well, they're in Maryland. But, yeah. but, I mean, you know, but, you forget. But but similar to what um, the schools here in the state of Georgia, what Georgia Tech needs to do is when Gary Williams turned around that Maryland program in the late 90s and 2000s, yeah. he put a lock hold on the talent in the state of Maryland and the DMV area. The high school basketball, the Kevin Durant's, the I mean, I mean, he's the one that comes up. But those guys who come out of that area, the Dunbar High Schools, the yep. Lake Cliftons, the the Saint, um, uh, what's the one they Saint the, John's Prospect Hall, yeah, the Matha, the Matha, yes, the Matha. Yep. You know how many guys the Matha has put in the NBA? Oh, I know. <laughs> all all those guys when he when when Gary Williams put that lock on those guys. I remember when uh, Keith Booth and Joe Smith came to Maryland. He was like, "Yep, we're getting the local guys." Dunbar High School, Keith Booth. Joe Smith, the best recruit in Virginia, said, I'm going to keep these guys home. Next thing you know, Juan Dixon, yep. you know, uh, uh, big Lonnie Baxter, national championship. They're yep. not doing that right now. Those guys are going to Duke. They're going to North Carolina. Lock those guys, those in-state guys home. Maryland will be right back up where they should be. The women's do it. That's why women's, Maryland's women's basketball is great. Yep. The men's haven't been doing that. Yep. Men, 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 14, 7, 5, and 5. I, you know, I just – you know. it, but my, my bigger point from my seat in the Midwest watching what was going on over in that part of the country, even down here as I live in the South, I always have, I have, a, tra- I have a thought that the tradition that used to be that northeastern corridor from those schools, but also Big East basketball, yeah. was the thing. And how that has all been splintered, those schools are, like you said, they've lost their identity, they've gone away for whatever reason, the coaching gone. But, I mean, we've all seen that 30 for 30. When they went from you know PJ Carlissimo to 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 uh, who's the guy from from Villanova, um, who won it? Oh, oh that coach Massimino, Massimino, Big John Thompson, all those guys, Thompson. Yeah. How, how they went back and forth and what that conference was and how it's head shaking now that it's still not that. Yeah, but think about it. Back then, if you were a star player in New York City, you were going to St. John's. Yeah, right. You know. You know, it, it, but it became that. I always wondered if back in the day, if it had been that way, if a young Lou Alcindor would have made it all the way to the West Coast. I don't think so. No. If the Big East had been what it what it became, oh, yeah. the, the, he, he wouldn't have made school. it out to UCLA. Yeah. No, Sam and Greg, we are going to uh, talk to a guy. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll wake up. He but, would uh, love this conversation. Speak, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why we had to get our little we, two we're cents warming, out We're the warming way. it up. We're he, warming it up for hopefully him. Hopefully he's listening. he put the baby down and get to the TV. Deshaun <laughs> Tate's going to join us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. It's a Sunday morning. It's the 29th day of January, and it's actually looking pretty nice outside. And if you're inside and you're looking outside, it looks better than it has in the last couple of days, and it will for most of this week. But as you look out, you see some clouds. You see them clouds, them gray clouds. Boy, they're rolling in, in here. Huh? But right now in Midtown, yeah. yeah, it looks pretty nice outside. Yeah. It, it it's look. not real cold. But when it came in, people were out jogging. Dude, I, I've been wanting to ask you this the, 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 the last couple weeks I've been thinking about, but the, yesterday and today, I almost hit, like, deer. And, and I wasn't trying to because we're coming at dark 30 in the yeah, morning. Yeah. It's dark Man, they're outside. Out there. It's their time of day. The, the, Man. The deer looks at you like, where are you going? Now, n- normally, it's just one, at most, maybe two. This morning, as I'm coming down the road, it gets me to... <laughs> And it's one of those little ebbs, you know, it's got a little, you know, undulating road and the lights come on, you know, the brights come on when it's completely dark and then they go off when it's an approaching car. But the brights came on when I got to a certain part of this road and when they did, on one side of the road was mom and daddy. On the other side of the road, looking like they were about to cross, was the equivalent of like the Brady Bunch as far as their kids. I mean, I saw six at least little deer, not little, little, but, yeah. you know, it looked like junior high age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting ready to cross the road. It scared you-know-what out of me. Because I don't be hitting no deer. No, oh, no, man. Especially you, if it you, reminds me of the beginning of Get Out. You do not want to do that. Yeah. But here's what brought on a question I, know, I don't know the answer to. How, how long do deer live? Oh, I don't know. I don't either. I know they don't hibernate. Is that by choice? They are year-round. Okay. Well, because, I, I, because of their I coat. That. Because, because of their coat. coat. I understand because that, but yeah. not necessarily hibernate, but I imagine they sleep. They sleep, but I mean, they don't, they're out year-round. There's no, like, this time of year. Like, you won't find a bear nowhere this time of year because he's sleeping. What's the average age, Eric, if you want to come in here? He don't know. Deer. They got no deer in Baltimore. <laughs> he ain't in Baltimore me? right now. <laughs> they got deer it's in one Baltimore. of those things you don't think about. Yeah, well, especially okay. if you're you in Baltimore. So you're, you're shaking your head, you don't know? Especially if you're All in Baltimore. Right. Yeah. They ain't got no deer in Maryland, is that what you're saying? I didn't say Maryland, they don't have them in Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> I just was thinking about that. It occurred to me that I have no idea, at 92.9 The Game, please let us know. How old the deer get What's to the be? average age of, of the lifespan of a deer? <laughs> that is terrible. It's man. not terrible. It's, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't get the Nothing wrong we with that. We got a guess. We got a guess, No, we man. don't. We got me. You know? Oh, that's right. I thought it was casting call time. We got to talk to Deshaun, don't we? Oh, do we have him? Okay. Deshaun, you needed to jump in here and just tell me to shut up. I looked at the schedule differently. No, no, no. No, no, of course not. Ne- never am I going to do that. No. Um, I'll tell you what. You're talking about deer. Those Alabama Crimson Tide, who I said is the best team in the country, if not the best team playing the best basketball with the schedules to match it. They look like a deer in headlights on yesterday during that SEC Big 12 challenge against Oklahoma. What happened? What happened to them? Man, I just, you know, it, it, it was bound to happen at some point. You know, Alabama's one of those teams that typically, and they can kind of get out of sorts sometimes. And, and my expectations for them, which they've done a really good job of so far uh, this year, is just don't really always appear to be the most disciplined yeah. all the time. Yeah. Not, 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 not terrible as in players not listening to coaches, but just – not sticking to the script all the time. They are always going to run out the athletes and all those other things, but it didn't go so well for them on yesterday, and I know that that's leaving the uh, star player for the Atlanta Hawks in a really good mood. <laughs> you think it may? It just might. It just might. Folks, are spending time on the waitfor.com hotline. 
Always great to talk college hoops with Deshaun Tate. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter at or on the Twitter, as he likes to say, at Takes Take Hoops, as Takes Takes Hoops. Uh, you talked about that, you know, and Alabama. What do you think about what do you take? What's your takeaway from that uh, series of matchups uh, with, with the uh, SEC and, and the Big 12? I enjoyed it. You know, I really did. I thought that it was uh, I thought that it was it was really good. I think this is the last year that they're doing it. They're changing some things around and so forth. And so they're not necessarily going to have that matchup anymore. Auburn not looking like, the you know, the Auburn team that some people may have thought that they would. They look a little bit more realistic now. Uh, after not only losing a, a top three uh, lottery pick in Jabari uh, Smith, but, um, you know, it looked like coming back down to reality a little bit. Missouri with a big time win over Iowa State. I kind of figured that when they've been kind of up and down. Really hard to trust a team like Iowa State. Baylor and Arkansas, obviously, Baylor uh, took care of business, and that was a really tight game. And uh, I, I thought that, uh, honestly, I thought it was really good. Tennessee, Texas. Let me tell you something, Brother Crenshaw. If there's not two teams in the country who I cannot trust more, of course, because of the head coach and, uh, and, and Rick Barnes, who coached at both of these programs, but when, when March rolls around, they're always going to recruit well. They're always going to do well during the regular season. Can't trust them in March. That's a, that's a free space on the bingo card I just gave you right there. <laughs> Two teams who most people are going to say is going to contend for a national championship, and uh, I'm not sure that I see it. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. With uh, Deshaun Tate, first of all, thank you for pulling me out of that rabbit hole. I really did think that I, I don't know where my mind was as far as the scheduling. Also, um, you know, last year when we were talking college basketball with you, it was one of those years where you spent a lot of the time telling us that the Blue Bloods, weren't ascending yeah. the way they traditionally have. That's the case this year, too. But there's one who, I don't know that you can call them a blue blood, but they have, they're that team that is right with the blue bloods consec- uh, well, consecutively over the last X amount of years. But right now, uh, how do you describe the season that Gonzaga's having and the program where it is yeah, right now? I mean, th- I think most people know that this isn't the same Gonzaga team that you've been seeing over the last handful of years, if not nothing else. Um, still a good team, uh, a great team, probably not. But th- th- there's something that teams in college basketball right now, whether you're Gonzaga or, you know, a, a-, a Michigan State or, you know, teams that you've been seeing that's typically kind of consistent but have found a way to not look as good as they typically do. The good thing about teams like that this year is that there's really no team around the country who just looks like they're unbeatable. Or you don't have that number one. I mean, we've seen the number one ranking you know, flip multiple times. I think Purdue has had it multiple times. and You know, Houston has had it multiple times and a lot of these different teams. But nobody looks like they can't be phased. Nobody looks indestructible, if you will. So it's, it's, it's weird for teams like Gonzaga. I think, obviously, Drew Timmy, who probably has gray hairs in that. Uh, really? In that, uh, uh, yeah, well, probably. I mean, got gray hairs in the, uh, in, in, in the handlebar mustache that he wears. But. They're going to be tough in the in the in the in in, in the West Coast Conference. Obviously, uh, probably going to win it, but you know, I, I won't be putting them on my bracket. Let, let's put it that way. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It's been a few years since you would say that out loud, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know what? I'm going to throw something out there now, Deshaun. And, and you know what, Deshaun? I'm looking at the national ranking. Where's the Big Ten? Where's Big Ten? They ain't in there. terms of. In terms of best teams in the, I'm sorry, best conferences in the country. I mean, there's where they at as far as the rankings, man. They, there's nobody. In, I mean, when you think about that, Duke is at the bottom of one of the polls. They're barely in. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, there's, sure. there's, there's, there's no representation from the conference. No, there's not. I think that you have some good teams there. You're not going to have some great teams. Uh, you know, Big Ten has been known as probably the best conference in the country for regular season. We're talking about over the course of the last two, maybe three years. Uh, I know Jim Beheim had some very choice words about those things earlier before the season started, but um, I think you've got good teams. I don't think you have great teams. You know, championship contender type teams outside of Purdue. No, they're really hard to believe in in March as well, just based off of the history. Um, but you know, they're, they're, they're kind of, everybody's just kind of right there together yeah. better than average, but nothing necessarily great. And, uh, you know, when you start talking about a, a, a conference that has not, you know, produced the national championship since Michigan state did it in 2000 and slow down Terrapin fans. Cause we know that you won it in, in 2002, but in the ACC, uh, yeah. you're going to be really yeah. Whoa. shot the arrow right at him yikes tap the brakes <laughs> tap the brakes and, and I love Eric and I love and I love Eric too by the way but <laughs> I'll just say this much I don't I don't think that you're going to see that this year somebody asked me how long will it be before you see a team do it I think sometime between the next three to five years hopefully it's the one over there in green and white oh look at that see there I'm we, you know Indiana has had its moments this season with with uh, former yeah. Hawks coach Good Mike Wilson, yeah, you know, um, they've had some moments. Good and bad. What you just said about Maryland can the same be said about Georgia Tech? Because that was a conversation that we had in the last segment. Couple powerhouse teams from the past struggling now. You don't see them turning the corner anytime soon. Um. No, not really. I mean, when you say turning the corner, can they improve? You know. I mean, you go and get a new head coach. I think they made a step in the right direction with that. At least it appears to have been. That was a little bit questionable to me when they picked him up um, and Kevin Willard. But uh, they, they, they peaked really early. They looked really good. And then they dropped some games and looked like the team that I expected to see. But they haven't been bad. I mean, they've been mediocre. They've won some games that you probably wouldn't think that they would. And they've lost some games that you probably wouldn't think that they would. But uh, I, I I would see them being an NCAA tournament team. I just can't tell you that I have a lot of faith or confidence in seeing them play past the first weekend. Wow, folks. Spending time on the way for it. Like with Deshaun Tate, and we told you that he's social. You can find him on Take Stakes Hoops, um, and he tells you where, where basketball lives. That's the, 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 the big thing you're talking about. We got some other teams that have made it into the poll, and now if you're watching any surprises, any mid-majors, Anything to, to this Florida Atlantic team that's made it there? Charleston, we know what they can do uh, when they get into the tournament. They're one of those teams that can come in and do some things to your brackets. Thoughts about some somebody who might be a surprise that we want to watch for here? Yeah, I, I felt like that team could have been UAB. That hasn't worked out very well for them um, after the first half of the season. And obviously Charleston really good, but took a very tough loss on yesterday uh, to Hofstra. Um, Florida Atlantic. I mean, listen, I'm down here in West Palm Beach, Florida right now, and the people down in Boca is just really excited about a team that only has one loss on the season so far. I mean, they're ranked number 21. They just trying to find any little thing they can do to move up. I don't think that New Mexico is considered a low major or a mid major. Um, but being a hot, somewhat high major program to a degree, always playing a really tough place to play at the pit in Albuquerque. Uh, I think that they have a chance to do. How about this? How does the name? How does the last name House 
okay, Eddie House's son, okay, okay, and and, and the last name Mashburn. Does that ring the bell? Wow, you guys that are over there, absolutely killing it over at New Mexico, and uh, I think essentially those are the two teams. I don't think we call Xavier a mid-major anymore, uh, but if we did, then they would probably be the team that I felt the best about going into the postseason. Deshaun, we got to go, but before we leave, we got to ask you a really important question. How's the baby doing? Yeah, how's the baby? Baby's good. Baby Breslin is good. Taking her to go get Kristen this morning, so, uh, you know, that, that that's going to be uh, eventful, <laughs> if you will. Uh, so excited about that, and uh, she's all dressed up and looking really pretty. So, you know, I'm, I'm pr- proud Papa over here, at least if I can't say anything else. But thank you so much for asking. I do appreciate uh, Absolutely. And for, for members of our audience who don't know, uh, this dude is Michigan State through and through. He named his first baby after the arena that the Spartans play in. <laughs> yeah. so, That's little, serious. Baby Breslin, right? Any, did, did, did you expect anything different? Well, <laughs> maybe Mama had something to say about that, you know? Well, it'll be for the again, next baby, did right? You expect any, uh, again, did you expect <laughs> anything different? All right. Deshaun, man, have a big week. We will be talking to you soon, man, and thanks for getting up and joining us. Thanks, dude. Absolutely. No All right. Up next, the segment I thought was now is up next. going to point to you some uh, – some jobs in front of the camera, let you know what's going on behind the camera. I got a question, a couple questions from Mr. Crenshaw here. We're going to get into a casting call next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Song. But it was it was used on a TV show. Okay. The intro. You don't remember what it is? I remember the line. Listen. You don't remember who used that? I had I had Eric play that because on this 29th day of January, yeah. happy 69th birthday. Happy 69th birthday to Oprah. Wow. She ran this song for a minute on her show. She did use that for a while. Yeah, Yeah. she did. She did. Oprah, 69, looking looking at 70. Wow. Uh, Another person celebrating a birthday today. The person who was originally supposed to be Indiana Jones. For those who don't know, if you want to believe the reports. Happy 78th birthday, Tom Selleck. Magnum. Yeah. He was going to be Indiana Jones. CBS wouldn't let him on his contract with Magnum. And so they went after and got Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. You got to wonder how many other, and he's still doing it. <laughs> he actually is right. That's crazy. He's got another one. <laughs> yeah, in, got, got another one coming out. Coming out in the summer, right? <laughs> um, Greg Luganis, sixty-three today. Um, who would have celebrated a birthday? These are some folks I never knew that the dude who founded Cleveland had, a, or the person who founded Cleveland had the name Cleveland. I didn't. I you know, there's other big cities. There's not a Los Angeles. There's not a New York. But there is a Cleveland, Moses Cleveland, who's born on this day. Thomas, what, is, what did he do? I don't know what he did. He did something up there, but he was the founder of Cleveland. Okay. Back in the day. Um, William McKinley. That, that name should ring, a, <laughs> ring yeah. a little bit of a bell to yeah. you. It was, do you know that name, Eric? Well, Eric's busy. 
Yeah, he was the 25th president. President. Got killed on my birthday, or died on my birthday. Whoa. So, yeah. Black Panther premiered on this day. Oh, God. I'd forgotten about this. Jesse Smollett. His craziness happened on this day down there in Lower Wacker where the yeah. Blues Brothers drove. Okay, okay. Yeah, all that stuff happened on this day. All right, 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. You're going to see a list of opportunities in front of the camera and behind the camera. The list, though, I didn't update it because I got some of this stuff late, but I'm going to drive you to two websites or two pages. The CL Casting Facebook page or, by extension, Rose Locke, because she is the L in CL Casting. Okay. So you can go to either one and see what I'm going to tell you about. They're the ones doing the new Francis Ford Coppola movie. And I just happened last night to get, like, ten breakdowns from various projects that they're doing. So instead of trying to run through all of them right now, I'm going to tell you, and pretty much everybody in our audience will find something that fits them in this project. Again, Francis Ford Coppola, Megapolis is the movie, and they actually threw one in for another project that they're doing, and they kind of teased you a little bit. Uh, where is that one here? Because I saw this, and I went, really? They're doing, I didn't know Magic Mike was having another. No, this is for, as they call seeking Caucasian males, 30s to 40s. Mm-hmm. Right? If you look like Magic Mike, they want to see you. You're that gym rat and get all, you know, muscled yeah, up right, and everything. You've right. got that look about you. But they add this. This is for an unrelated project. You will be fully clothed. So it ain't like magic. Right, right. You're taking okay. your clothes off. Yeah. So you built all them muscles for nothing. They're going to make you keep your clothes on. <laughs> um, again, the other one is Found. This is an NBC project. Uh, Casting Taylor Made is doing that. Heather has got a number of breakdowns over on Casting uh, Taylor Made Facebook. I got to remember this because some of them do it on their Facebook page. Some of them do it on Twitter. Some of them do it on their website. So both of these are on the Facebook pages of not just Casting Taylor Made, but also CL Casting or Rose Lock Casting. I was going to do that this week. You guys go to those two pages and you will be fine. The other stuff, as far as behind the camera, you can get that information on the posted casting call that's up right now. It's supposed to be for the week of, you know, January 23rd. It will be updated by tomorrow morning. By the time I get on with Canon on Star 94, yep. there will be a fresh one because I'm getting more throughout the course of today, and then I'll be on with Ramona on Tuesday on V103. But these jobs, it's funny, too, because I was telling somebody uh, at an audition that I had this past week about the changing nature of this business, and they were complaining, too, about, man, is it dead out there? And I said, well... Obviously not, because I got a full casting call right now, and it's the end of January. Mm -hmm. But I said to him, and now this was another principal actor, that's one thing. But there are some productions that aren't using as many extras as they once did. Okay. So if he was reaching for that, that's not so much the case. But this industry, again, there's, there's subtle little changes with every year that it's here in Georgia. You can look back at what happened in 2022 and see that, wow, that wasn't there before the pandemic. That wasn't there even five years ago. Mm-hmm. And what they're talking about having in place for this upcoming year. I think I told you this, and this was, like I said, pre-pandemic. I don't know that this is the number now. But if you had to guess, how many film studios are there in the state of Georgia? Oh, my goodness. I would have to say between 25, 30. Wow. I didn't think you'd go that high, but it was 20. I think it was like 22 okay. the last time I checked. Yeah. Most people think, okay, maybe 10. No. They start thinking about the big names, big names. No. that you have out in California. No, there are all kinds of little pockets mm-hmm. of industrial area up and down Fulton Industrial. There's one at the end of Marta. You go at Marta Doraville, mm-hmm. Third Rail. 
right there at the end, right at the very end. Right. So they're, the they're, they're just all over the place, and people are finding little unique places to have these studios. And, again, there's just growing so much. So when I tell you about these opportunities, I don't press it as much as some weeks, but I'm going to be here every week telling you about these. As long as we have a platform here on 92.9 The Game, I'm going to tell you about these opportunities because that's – I don't know if anybody else is doing it. I remember when I first started this, there was a whole bunch of people popping up trying to make a little bit of coin off this and doing a casting call. Where are they at now? I don't know. The motive was different. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I have never had that. I have never asked the casting directors for money. They don't give me <laughs> as far as this. I enjoy the smile on their face that they go, hey, Greg, thanks for helping out with this. Because it ain't no big deal. It's actually helping me and you. We get to kill a segment. right? So, I mean, really, it's... <laughs> <laughs> we get to kill a segment. <laughs> we get to kill a segment. But it's about... The opportunity, but it's not. It's not that either because I go places. I know, you know, be, be, no, I go places and people ask me about you and about that. And when I'm with you someplace, it, it never fails. Somebody's <laughs> going to stop you and say, "Hey, you the guy? Yeah, 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 yeah." You know, and and so you know that that, that happens. So people are hearing it and people are remembering it. That, that's the thing. So, from from early on when you and I started working together, one of the things that we set out to do was to use the platform that we have to make the lives of our our listeners, if if we could, eh, just a little bit better. And finding um, a group of people that have come up to me and, and, and presented me with this opportunity to let folks say, hey, we got jobs. And, you know, we're not going to make you rich. We could make you famous. But you don't have to go out and do what people traditionally think is associated with getting into the industry. You don't got to go out and get headshots. You don't have to go out and get a whole new wardrobe. When you take your picture for any of these roles, you ain't got to go out and get your hair done. In fact, some of them, Destiny, uh, Destination Casting January over there says, don't go get a new hairdo. You know, we want you. I'll give you a specific one from the Rose Lock here. Um, they have a they have a need for pedestrians. I mean, tell Sam, you get you get this job where they're telling you, oh, they're talking about the Krispy Kreme opening up again. They're, they're, the, the shack went over there. Yeah, right? man. Yeah, it's, um, on, it's on the way. It's on the way. <laughs> I got, I got it's on the there. way. The light will be on by the summer. They by hire summer. you as a pedestrian. You're going to get a job where you're going to show up someplace and walk and across, walk the, across street. the street back and forth. They're going to feed you and pay you. The only thing better than that is going and sitting in a location and watching a game show or court TV show. court TV show. (laughs) They pay you and feed you. Yes, they do. And these opportunities are going on throughout the 159 counties of this state. Every every county is camera ready. So, yeah, I'm going to be here telling you about these things. And for those of you who unfortunately got a pink slip at the end of last year and you're looking for a job and you are – Everything from a driver, a carpenter, makeup artist, lawyer, doctor, whatever, there is a need for you and a place for you. I won't say need, but there are needs for every production uh, crew. But there is definitely a place for people who have certain skill sets, professional skill sets. Mm-hmm. All right. So, again, greg.clarksonodyssey.com if you have any questions about any of this stuff. I've uh, been helping some folks out. I've been hearing from a lot of people who's. Um, Kids who are minors, okay. trying to get them in there. Done some theater in school, did this. Uh, a lot of people are asking about vaccinations, which was a deal. That was a deal breaker for a lot of people. I got to be vaccinated for that? No, 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 I'm not doing that. Okay, well, that has been relaxed. I'm not saying all of them don't require a vaccination, but if you want to put this on a scale of 1 to 10, where it was at a 9 and 10 at the height of the pandemic, now I'd say it's somewhere below 5. 
And that's just because we have so many productions going on in the city. And in other words, I don't have one on this one where you have to be vaccinated. Right. Now, having said that, every production is testing you. Okay. You're going to get tested. You're going to get tested before your fitting, which, by the way, you get paid for. You're going to get tested before your, your work day. And if you work multiple days each day, you're going to get tested. But they're not requiring you to be vaccinated. So that's a little different. Well, talk about, you, you know, we've talked from time to time about, um, you know, you talked about, you know, if you're underage, you have to get, you know. Certificate from the Georgia Department of Labor. But talk about as a group, because sometimes there's a need for teams. For teams. Right. And we've seen teams. You were part of the, the film they did at Pope High School. Oh, you talking they, about? You're talking they, brought, about uh, they brought the Carrollton High School team in uh, to, to, play, to play a role. Uh, we talked with coaches down at Locust Grove. Some of, the, some of their teams have been a part. Uh, of some different uh, different productions that go on, if they need that, they can game changing films as a group, right? Yes, yeah. and as an individual too, because okay. they're individual. Listen, if you have a little tennis player in your house, they may make a movie about Serena or the Williams, like King Richard, right? Perfect example. They game changing films or a company like that provided the young tennis players in that movie. The same thing will happen with golfers, and the same thing happens with teams. So this is a location that, just like you have got, you know, your <laughs> um, kid who plays baseball or whatever they play, uh, their little travel league team, and you have a, a demo of them playing, of the places you send that to, you know, whether they get ready to go to college or wherever, you want to send them, send one of game-changing films. Hey, I'm so-and-so, my son, my daughter plays this, that, and the other thing. This is their age group. If next time you're in Georgia, we would love to hear from you. You ain't got to go out and get an agent. You don't have to get any of that stuff because they're going to hire you to be basically an extra. But the difference is you're not just walking and doing nothing. You're going to be playing that particular sport. Right. And then the next level of that is you become a feature. So let's say it's something where it's really one-on-one. I'm, I can't think of this in the, in the King Richard movie, but I'm sure there were a couple where Venus was supposed to be playing a named tennis player from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they found a girl who was similar in looks, you know, height, stature, and all of that stuff, who was supposed to be Sharapova yeah. or, or somebody like that. So, again, game-changing films is what you were talking about. Yeah, go look go look at their website, but they are looking for all of you out there. Look, for those parents who got the kid who they're thinking about getting them an NIL right now, this is another outlet for you to possibly put your kid on a platform that maybe they want to get to. And, and being a part of movies and TV shows ain't a bad deal. And from that could be more NIL opportunities. Greg.Clarkson, Odyssey.com. If you got any questions, and listen, I'm not the end-all, be-all with this stuff. Talk to other people. I'm just here with Sam, and, you know, I've been doing this for a minute. I'm going to continue to. But like anything else, shop around. Find out what you can find out. Heading into the 10 o'clock hour, we are going to be talking to Eric Coleman. Man, we ain't talked to this dude in a minute. Looking forward to some NFL talk with him, getting us ready for championship weekend. But up next, going to get back and take a look at what's going on with these Hawks as they head out west. A little bit around the NBA, too. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.